Alrighty, hello everybody and welcome back to the Lap Zero Podcast. Today we are here for Lap 43. It is going to be the Richard Petty episode. The King. Uh, shout out to the King. Uh, Norman's actually got a uh, cardboard cutout of him in behind him, so that's cool. Creepy. Hell yeah. I mean, so, it's cool. Uh, too bad that we have absolutely no NASCAR news to talk about. So, <laughs> sucks for Richard Petty, but we ain't going to be talking about shit about him, so oh well. Uh, but we do have ourselves uh, another American thing that happened this weekend. We went to good old Las Vegas for the Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix or whatever the they call it. inaugural Formula inaugural, One. Inaugural, too. Yeah, the very first one. Um, well, the first the first one at this track. Yeah, first one at this track. Yeah, I was going to say, we, they went there a couple times like 50 years ago, but it sucked. So <laughs> The Caesars Palace parking lot. Yeah, the parking lot. The parking lot. Yeah, that's like. It's funny though, like when I think about stuff like that, like in uh in uh in quarter midgets, they made they used to make a track in Vegas at a parking lot too. So it's kind of funny to like think that they just like took the highest series in the world and were like, yeah, bro, we just get some cones in the parking lot. <laughs> like we got this shit. It's funny though. It's it's funny though because like the way they did that track would be like totally how they would have done like a karting track. So it's kind of funny to showing the resemblance of it. Um. But yeah, no, we got some stuff to talk about. Vegas was pretty crazy. Um, as I'm sure everybody saw, it was a, a very late race practice and qualifying um, in the day, at least for anybody who's Eastern, Central time zones. It was kind of rough for you. Anywhere too, in the U.S. <laughs> yeah, basically anywhere in the U.S. I mean, even for me in Pacific, it was still like a, I mean, it was 10 p.m. It wasn't the end of the world, but it was a weird time for sure. So Yeah, but that, uh, that free practice one, you know, it was late, but... It didn't last very long, so they didn't have to stay very long. In this fact, is true. they were asked to f and leave after like five and a half hours of sitting there for free practice too. I mean, yeah, let's just dive into that, shall we? Free practice. Let's one. just get into let's it. Let's just yeah. get into the controversy. <laughs> the controversy. <laughs> free practice one. I mean, go out. I noticed the track was really dirty, and everybody was having traction issues. Which you're going to get on a street course because there's just not rubber laid down by the anybody else. Like F two, F three. Porsches, Ferraris, anybody that falls around the series, it just wasn't down. So they were slipping and sliding for what was it, nine, nine and a half minutes or something. And then uh I don't know if the grate was pulled up, and y'all guys can probably touch base on this. If it was pulled up by signs and the downforce of his car, but it wasn't the welds like they originally thought on one of the uh storm drains. Um, it was actually the concrete around it, the downforce from the car, the vibration, something sucked it right out of the ground. Um, and he either ran over it or anyways, I've heard now numerous sources say that signs you could see through the bottom of his car from the cockpit you could see the ground it hit that hard um and then Ocon came along and clipped a piece of it too uh, a bunch of under underside damage for him unfortunately signs was uh, so bad that the ferrari had to change engines or i think it was i think it was an uh, the engine part, right? It wasn't anything to do with the uh, battery or any of that stuff. I think it was the engine itself. I just heard um, power unit. Yeah, some some power unit. Big piece, right? That can't be changed apart for me because he's out of those for the year. Um, and I don't know where everybody stands on this, but he was given a 10-place grid penalty right out of free practice one. So it was a very, very bad, bad start for the Ferraris. Bad start for anything, really. But uh, I don't know what y'all's takes is on that. Mine, just real quick. Uh, it was bullshit, but I'll let you, I'll let y'all touch base on that. <laughs> Go right ahead. Weird. Uh, I thought, first of all, the times were weird. Um, Norman and I did the live watch party thing and at midnight 
it was hard to be pumped about that unless you were at like at a bar. And I think Formula One's trying to go for that like um, big boxing match in Vegas appeal where we do all go to the bar at 4 p.m. and get a seat for the pay-per-view event at 11 o'clock and spend a bunch of money and hang out with their friends. But like people don't like Formula One like that in the U.S. yet. And so it was kind of out of place for me. Uh, I was kind of disgusted with the um, amount of just shove it down your throat uh, American commentary puns that were coming out of the commentators. It was like, you know, really rolled the dice with that one and uh, like a hand in blackjack or whatever. And they kept talking about like, oh, I lost all the money at the roulette table. Like, I don't know. It was just a little, I don't know, gimmicky for me. Cheesy? Yeah, it was cheesy. Cheesy. If that's what Formula One's selling to American fans, I'm just not buying it. Um, I uh, will save the race talk for a bit, but as far as FP1 goes, um, I think the signs incident was incredibly dangerous. Uh, that was bad. That could have been really bad. If that thing would have got like launched off a front wing into the, the crowd or like uh, there's so many other things that could have happened. Um, I'm glad none of them did. I'm glad everyone was okay. It was just a huge shot in the foot to Ferrari to give him a 10-place grid penalty. I think that sucks. I know rules are rules, but if y'all saw the press conference with Frederick Vasseur, uh, he was pissed, dude. He was so bad. Oh, my gosh. Toto was like, relax. And he was like, Toto, if you were me, you would understand. Like, dude, he was so French and mad. It was awesome. But, um... No, it was really unfortunate for them. It sucks for Ferrari. I think that that was an oversight by track safety uh, crews. I think that the event was a little rushed. We'll talk a lot more, but I got a lot more to say. I'll save it, but yeah, that's where we're at right now. Speaking of uh, speaking of the bashing, do you guys hear the one commentator making fun of Christina Aguilera? For, he's like, he's like, oh, and if you look over here, you see Christina Aguilera faking an interest in Formula One as she's like <laughs> filming this track. <laughs> and I was like, brutal. That so sounds like David Coulthard, man. That guy's so straight. <laughs> I don't know up. if it was him, but it was so funny, man. I was, I was laughing my ass off. But um, yeah, no, there's a lot of celebrity presence. I mean, whatever, it's kind of expected. I mean, it's a big event in Vegas. Like, they're going to show up for PR alone, whether they care about racing or not. But uh, yeah, no, in regards to the penalty, I mean, being a Ferrari fan, like, yeah, it's pretty rough. Um, You know, it's a drain cover thing. I mean, shit happens. I mean, we've seen it happen at 2017 in Baku when they first went there. Uh, it happened at Sepang. It's happened at, um, I'm pretty sure it happened at Singapore, too. Drain cover seem to just always be an issue. I don't know if it's just that much force created by downforce. Um, you know, it's the first time anybody's planned an event in Vegas, so it's kind of hard to just hop on the bash train of, you know, you know, like imagine someone else trying to like, like it's hard to just be like, oh, let's just plan a whole event and, you know, everything's going to go perfect. Like it's, uh, you know, you go try that. You know what I mean? So it's kind of one of those things where it's, it's rough. Um, but in regards to the penalty itself, the problem is I don't know a better way to do it because um, the problem is by changing the power unit, you do get an advantage, right? Like, I mean, shit. I mean, yeah, it's unfortunate, but at the same they did have to spend shit tons of money to fix it. But at the same time, you do get now a brand new power unit for the race, right? So it's like, 
almost uh there almost needs to be some other form of penalty but like i i really don't have a better solution um maybe not as harsh like maybe half of the grid slots that was like instead of 10 they give them five but i don't know it's one of those things where you don't really know but it definitely did affect the ferraris i'm glad it didn't really affect their championship battle with where uh, hamilton and russell ended up finishing up because i think if it did it would have sucked kind of thing but again a lot of people were on the Mercedes hate train. They were bashing them, being like, oh, why is that Mercedes so rude? And why did they not, you know, let Ferrari change their power unit? Man, they're in competition. You know damn well. We've seen it in 2005 at the U.S. Grand Prix. Ferrari is not is not going to give two shits about you and your problems that you're having because of something that's not in their control, right? It's like any team that's in competition. If the situation was Red Bull versus Mercedes, it would have been the exact same outcome regardless of which team picked it. You're always going to have that because that money matters a shit ton for the teams in the Constructors Championship, right? So my whole take on it was, yeah, it sucked, but was there a better way to do it? I mean, I don't think so. I mean, it doesn't need to be a change. Also, probably not, but I don't know. Maybe that's just my take on it. It was just shit. It was just shitty. It was I'm not saying shitty. it was the wrong choice. Like, it was just shitty. And the drain cover was just shitty, too. It's not the first time it's happened, but... It was just like, it was more of that, like, all right, it, maybe Levi, I feel like maybe you might have had a similar interaction. So because FP1 started at like, what, 1030 Central or 11 Central or something like 1030 that? 1030 Central. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So my wife and I are laying in bed waiting for you know, my kids to sleep or waiting for the race to come on or the, you know, practice session, waiting to, for that, you know, uh, theme music to drop and Logan Sargent's face to sleep come on the screen uh <laughs> and uh i turned to her and i said this is either going to be one of the coolest things ever or it's going to be a total disaster and then to start that and then see that you know nine minutes in red flag was just like perfect it just set the mood for the whole weekend like first impressions are everything and um then all the other sessions were just too <coughs> late to watch and they're at weird times. And like, what are we going to do? Get up the next day on Saturday, you know, or Friday day and watch, you know, like, I don't know what they were expecting. So I was behind the whole time. I watched qualifying race day before the race. Maybe that was the intention. I don't know. The whole thing was just kind of weird, dude. It's it set me off like I wasn't I didn't expect it to be good, but. I'll save it for Levi's, you know. But I thought the race was okay, at least okay. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> I have to agree with Antonio on this one. And Dave, you, we and you discussed the whole signs incident during the watch party. I I agree. Like you, you have to give them something because every other team on that grid is trying to nurse their power unit to the very end of the season, and there's two races left. How is it fair for them to get a free brand new engine and not get penalized for it? It is shitty. I don't know how you rule it, but th you have to do something to him because he is, he does have a very unfair advantage now. Especially and I might this be a, kind of track too, right? Yeah. And I think I might be being a little nitpicky, but I would five places seem to like, I get it, right? It wasn't your fault, but we got to put you down a ways. So if you get pole, you're down in fifth and you know what I mean? So on and so forth, second, you know, sixth, you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. 
But 10 is like, you're already starting outside the points regardless of where you qualify. Like if he would have got pole, he's dropped down to 10th or 11th depending on how you look at that. And it's like, that's rough, dude. That hurts. Like that's, that seems like way steeper than just an engine at this point. But I mean, I, I get what y'all saying. He has to have something because you can't just have that disadvantage because of, but they also had to fix a whole car floor. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't just that There's they a lot of money. the engine. They had a big monetary penalty. I can't. Oh lie. yeah, and you know that's been brought up already. And I don't know if Vasur. It will cost a fortune. We have to yeah, replace he was the like, chassis. We got to get it back. We're gonna pay up for this. I don't. That went Italian. I don't know why, but um, he's French. Yeah, he's French. My bad. I don't know where it went. I lost the accent. Oh, wee wee. Oh, wee wee. Anyways, um, croissant. And uh, but yeah, so. Yeah, just on free practice one, too. Uh, just going to add to that. It, not so much the racing part, but the people that w- did stay in the grandstands, they stayed till about, I guess, five and a half hours. So what are we, five in the morning, six in the morning, waiting for them to fix the track? Because the way they fixed the track is they went back and covered up every other storm drain on the track with sand, concrete, and then asphalt over the top. So we made sure we did not have this issue again, which I think was the only way to fix it. It's not going to rain. We saw the weather report, so yeah, do it. You can fix it later. You can go find them and you know dig them out or whatever. But uh, the 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 fans that did stay in the pit uh, in the uh, in the stands got escorted out at f- like five and a half hours of setting there after FP one got cleared out, and they said, "Why can't we just stay for FP 2 There was a bunch of them throwing a fit. They were I, I, honestly they were very po'd, and I get it, man. I'd be the same damn way. You sat there five and a half hours. You saw nine minutes of racing, and now you're kicking us out. And the people that only had the one-day pass got a $200 voucher at the F1 store. Which is nothing, dude. I don't know if y'all have looked on the F1 store. A hat costs, a hat, okay, costs $100. So they gave him two free hats for seeing nine minutes of racing when you came here. Here you go, you fucking losers. Get yeah, out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> there, there's rumors flying, and I don't even know. I keep saying rumors because I just don't really, you know, this this close to being off of the weekend i can't get locked down unfortunately but they said it had to do what the track is saying is that it was a safety issue due to union workers so the union workers could only work so many hours and they had to swap shifts and if they were swapping shifts then they could not have fans in the stands because they couldn't in quote take care of them right so that's their what they're leaning on is that they they pushed them out for safety reasons dude well in the security there was, I'm sure everyone, if you haven't, just Google the videos. Like, the security was extremely oppressive there. Like, oh, that the, one guy on the bridge? They, if you're Formula One, and I, I was, I'll just say it, if you're Formula One and you're trying to get new fans in the US, like, if that's what this is about, like, glit and glam, look at us, like, here's friggin' Tiesto and Shaq and like all these people. And they care. Not really. Obviously, we found out. But like, uh, like, dude's Hamilton. Anyway, <laughs> uh, like, if you're going to make this big public event that's visible from freaking space, literally, like, you have to don't spend so much effort on keeping people in the immediate vicinity from being able to even not just not enjoy the race like because you can't enjoy the race unless you're sitting there like these people are walking down the streets of vegas but there's like security guards pushing them along from taking pictures and like huge black 
cover things on the fences that like fans started ripping open to watch the race. And like, I don't know, like if you're going to do that big of an event in a public place in one of the most populated tourist cities on the planet, like, I don't know, make it a little bit more accessible. I think like I, it just, it, it was like, we want everyone to come, but not you, but you like, have to pay us two grand to watch. Yeah, that sucks. Or, you know, and so I don't know. I, I was pretty mad about all that. That if I was at, I don't like, I don't like being told what to do for rules sake. I, I'm just like, like that. I guess that's like my downfall. Like, oh, well, it's the rules, sir. Well, fuck your rules. <laughs> you know, like, uh, yeah. do what I want. Um, And there was, I just saw a lot of that. Like, we can't have you standing on the bridge, sir. Like, why, man? My legs are tired. It's two in the morning, dude. Like, I'm just going to stand here for a second. Like, anyway, like it was, it was pretty hostile. Watch the videos. If you haven't seen them. It looked pretty rough. Like, dude, didn't look yeah. fun. That's what I'm getting at. Two things is, um, first off, going back to the workers, why the, why in the world do you have union workers there? Well, uh, that's the excuse that I heard on two different, one was an article, one was a video. So I, you know what I mean? I don't. I can't lock these down. Yeah, but I think that's what they're leaning on. It was a safety. Of course, they're going to say it's a safety issue, right, for the fans, so they don't get in trouble for kicking them out and making them pay to come back in. Pretty much, I think that's what it was. But you know, there's a class action lawsuit filed. There, I was going to get to that, but going Norman's second point there. Um, the second thing is is when you lay the track out, go a half a block away from the track and put up gates. So people can't even walk next to the track. See, and that's the problem you get into a Vegas because you got casinos everywhere. Yeah, I think. you're gonna get you can't block pissed. a casino. Yeah, that's what people going out there for. You know, some of them didn't even know Formula One was there this weekend. They're just going out there to gamble and have a good time. And if you do a block away, you may actually block like the front of Harrah's or one of the bigger casinos that's been there since the beginning. And I get what you're saying. I, well, I that's get what you're saying. Hundred percent. Because you know, like I know they're the it, ones it, doing it, right? There was so much money put into this, and now we're we got. I went to the Long Beach Grand Prix back in. I forget when it was back in the early two thousands. Um, I think it was two thousand two, and we stayed in. We our tickets were in a building, the circle building right there in the hairpin that every you see on TV. We had to walk. They have gates, like blocking a regular track. You go to the gate, you get in. You can walk around the whole track, but you can't get into your little air, your special area, unless you have a ticket for that special area. And maybe that's how they need to do it, and make it fifty dollars for the people that are walking down the strip that want to go to that hotel. Hey, it's fifty dollars. You can. Walk through here, kind of see some racing, and go to your hotel. I don't know. No. The, it, the whole thing was like, uh, anyway. It I don't understand why it had to all be. I don't understand why it had to all be blocked off, though. Like, do like, I, I guess I have to actually ask you guys this because I don't actually know. But when IndyCar goes to places like, now I get it, IndyCar doesn't have the following F1 does. But when they go to places like Long Beach and street courses, do they block the road off like that too? So they block, they go about half a block away from the track and they block the road off. Yeah, I guess they can do that there, eh? 
So yeah. you you walk around, you're you're in the Long Beach Grand Prix facility, like you would be a barber. Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. I can yeah. still walk around the whole track and go anywhere on the race course I want to. Um, I do know this, like that building that I watched the Long Beach Grand Prix in, you you can't just go in it. You have to have a special pass to get into that building because it's a VIP section. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like they should open it up a little bit more. Like, yeah, have some places blocked off, have some general viewing areas. Like, you're going to make money regardless. I mean, there's not many people are going to come. There's, I, I have find it hard to believe many people are going to come sit there and stand in this one specific general viewing spot that they didn't pay any money for the whole race and not spend a single dollar around the track. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, you're almost trying too hard to make it exclusive. And then we look like a clown show. And then the Europeans hop on the bashing of us. Cause you know, they're going to like, as if it's our fault that we wanted three races here or something. And we wanted them to be in Miami and Vegas. Like, you know what I mean? We're just, we're just here, bro. I'm just, I'm just quote unquote American. Like I can't do anything about it. <laughs> hey, they weren't the ones up at 2 a.m. watching the, end of the race. It was what? Eight o'clock their time when the race ended. So I don't want to hear it from them. You know what I don't get? You know what I don't get about that though? Why didn't they just make it like, a 10 p.m. start local time. I, I don't get it because or no, I guess local it was 10 p.m. Why yeah, not like 8, 8 p.m. or something like the sun set it like I looked it up. The sun set at like 430. Like, why the hell yeah. does it need to be so late? It's still going to be dark. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy because they wanted to make it viewable for the um, Europeans. But I don't get it. Well, okay, it didn't want to be in the middle of the night for them. They wanted to be in the middle of the night for the country that's hosting it. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of odd. Eh? I don't know. I don't see anything wrong with Vegas being a day race, though. You know what I mean? It's in the I lights, mean, man. The lights. lights. The strip. It, the lights. I don't know. I thought, bro. I don't know. I thought, you know what? I mean, I thought the quality of the race itself was pretty good. Like, let's take the safety cars out because obviously safety cars make any race pretty interesting. Like, you could take the shittiest track and the most boring place and throw three safety cars in there. And obviously it's going to mix things up. Right. But I think genuinely the racing was pretty good. Like I didn't think it was, I thought there was going to be more DRS trains. I thought the DRS or sorry, the, um, the, uh, toe wasn't going to be as strong as it was. Like it made some pretty good racing. We saw good moves that like, I won't lie on paper. That track looked terrible. And that's why I said, I'm like, we can't judge this before it, before it happens. I'm like, because it's going to be good and we're going to be look like a bunch of morons. But it was one of those things where it actually ended up being decent. And, uh, you know, I think it's here for 10 years. Like we have to, we, we, we can't just sit here and, and destroy it. Like we got to, you know, hope they improve it and give some constructive criticism about it. Cause if we just hate on it, I mean, like we're stuck with it for 10 years anyway. So no, I'm not hating it for yeah. 10 years. No, I'm with you on that 110%. Um, it's like I told you all a little bit before. From green flag to checker flag, I think it was uh, one of the top three, four races of this season, in my mind. Um, really, really surprising. And like you said, I got to sit here and you know eat my humble pie with a little side of crow because it was a good race. I, I was really watching it. There was no other... There was times this year on some of these races, and we talked about them on the podcast, that... I'm kind of dozing off a little bit. I'm kind of losing interest. I, I didn't lose interest. I was very excited. Um, unfortunately, the circumstances before with the opening ceremonies that felt... I, I've seen halftime shows of the Super Bowl. 
the, the whoever put the opening ceremonies on need to get a hold of the Super Bowl people. Because that opening ceremonies was pretty good. Uh, it had nothing to do with F1 racing, though. But uh, it was a good show. And then they lifted all the race drivers up and then just kind of stood there like weirdos. And then they lowered them back down. And I don't even know what, like, what would that be like if you're there? I was thinking that, like, if you're just, like, getting raised up in front of all these people, all these lights at the concerts, and you're just waving, and they just lower you back down. <laughs> and you just go back down into the ground. But, uh, now the racing was great, man. I have to say, like I said, eat crow. Um, weekend, I could do away with it. almost all that. But. Yeah, but the race was good. I'll... I'll... It Yo, was me and Dave, definitely, after the, uh watch party me and him both ate our crow right then and there we're like yep that was a hell of a race that's good yep i didn't like i didn't like that one corner that seemed to be blind for the drivers that we saw the incident between um leclerc and max oh yeah um that corner seemed like it needs improvement design wise Pit exit didn't get in the way like I thought it would. I talked about right. that last week. Um, I thought that was going to be a pain of them getting around. There was a couple actually really good races off pit road, you know what I mean, um, to the track, and then the track being so green, the tires having to come alive, and you just don't know how that's going to work out. It was really That was kind of exciting, too. I like the straight. Um, you know, the track kind of caught some people off guard, Norris being the one with the uh, biggest off of the night there. Um, were there any reports reports on him? I know he went to the hospital for precautionary reasons. Did anything come from that? I think he was clear okay. clear. He said two thumbs up. He's ready to come back again. There were some memes about how Zach Brown's going to have to go over the cost cap because of the U.S. Uh, medical market. How much he's got <laughs> to pay to get Norris out of Hawk. Hey, man. <laughs> McLaren's going to have to pay some penalties. Uh, hey, man. Speaking from Canada, hell, I'd rather pay for health care and actually get it than sit there yeah. for 14 no, he hours looked, for free. He has two <laughs> thumbs up in the pictures. I'm sorry, man. That man was either drugged up on something or got hold of some good weed because yeah. that dude looked stoned out his gourd <laughs> on that stretcher. <laughs> I got like, it. He's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. good. I'll baby. see y'all next week. Yeah, <laughs> he ain't feeling nothing. But uh, yeah, now nah, he uh, I, I, that was a big hit. I, I really like you know the guys the announcer said, and if you watched the race, you heard them. But they said you know the the more you kind of slow the inertia down, and and the impact wasn't as bad. But man, into the lights with the sparks and everything else, the thing looked wild when he hit the wall. Yeah, it did. And it slid and slid and slid, didn't it? Yeah, that was an impressive little wreck he had. Um, but yeah, he looked a little shook up when he got out of the car to me. But um, the, and what kills me is we got cameras. This is like biggest race of the season, you know, as far as TV and all this stuff. And they hyped it up so bad. And we don't have a good picture of him wrecking. Like there wasn't a camera view where you could actually <laughs> see the full wreck. It was like you got to see it start, you got to see it in the middle, and then you can't see him behind the little walkway which i thought was hilarious yeah. everybody's on the walkway looking at the track he goes under and everybody goes to the other side real quick. <laughs> <laughs> i just thought that was hilarious like, Look like hey yo what the hell was that <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that was some good stuff um then we had a couple of n2s right there on turn one uh, i think everybody knew you know there was gonna be something there but max and uh shawls got into it a little bit um you know he got the five second penalty did you know it goes both ways is that turn one shenanigans or was the five seconds actually warranted 
They pushed them off track, in my opinion. Oh, the I, Max and Leclerc thing? Oh, 100%. Yeah. I, yeah, I always said watching that 2021 season that it was so hard to support Max because he runs guys right off the track. But the FIA just lets them do it. They let yeah. everyone they let everyone do it. And I think they really need to stop doing that. Because I think this whole, like, throw it in, I've earned the right to be here. And because we're side by side and I'm on the inside of you, too bad. It's my fucking corner. I think that's bullshit. I think they need to start penalizing for that shit way more. Now, yeah. I don't I don't actually think Max meant to run him that wide. I think he was just like, holy fuck, the tires are cold. Because if you look, he was kind of like shifty with the wheel there. And I was like, I don't I don't think he ant- had anticipated to do it that bad. But at the end of the day, like, no, nah, that was fucking brutal. I'm glad they gave him a penalty for that. Yeah, and the only thing I could see that I thought was wrong with it, and I'll get y'all's view on this too, if you don't mind. Um, being a Max fan over here, kind of. You know, I'm a Danny fan, but I'm a Max fan now too. So uh, I'll just say that out front. Traitor. But, it, yeah, gotta ahead. make the wife happy. Yeah, I do. Make the wife. If, hey, if mom ain't happy, ain't nobody happy, bro. I'll tell you that much right now. This man so. used to drink Monster. He drinks Red Bull now. They sponsor right? him or something. <laughs> and I named my dog Max. But let's not even get into that. <laughs> so, <laughs> true story. But uh, yeah. So I, they had what five laps or so to make the decision on. You know, like, hey, giving the position back, right? They've done that. We've seen that before where they've said, hey, give the position back. You know, they go to the team and the team says, hey, we got to give that position back. Stewards are saying you got to give it back. They had like five laps or so, if I remember right, to tell him this. And he didn't, they didn't do it. Then the red, I think it was a red flag come out, right? Is that right? The, or the yellow or, or a yellow. something? Yellow. Was it Norris? No. I think it was the wing, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Was it Perez and yeah. uh, Russell? Right? It was the that debris in turn one. Yeah, so there was debris on the track. They bring out the yellow. And then at that point, when they take tires, come back to green, they tell him he's been penalized. And me and my wife were like, why didn't they do that thing where they tell him, give it back? Because they were saying, we're going to hold right now, just hold position. They were telling Max over the radio. And I was like, I wish they'd come to him and say, give it back. And then me, I'm one of those guys, Max is good enough, the car's good enough. Why didn't he just give it back? They probably wouldn't have penalized him if he would have gave it back. Because they... They told him, I think right after the green flag, the second time, not to give it back. And me and Dave talked about it, too. And I agree with the call. They knew that they could pull five seconds quickly. Yeah, usually, right? On any other track. That is that is a great point, yeah. So I think they were just like, dude, we can, we can just take, if they don't want to give it back, it's more the thing, if you drop back, or am I going to be able to get back around him? I'm Man, that's in a- dirty air. I think it's the better strategy is not to give it back and try to run the five seconds out. That is a good point, but a ballsy move. You know what I mean? Like, it's so much racing left to do at that point. There's 45 laps left. We'll give or take, you know, 47, whatever. It's 50 lap race. So it's like, just give it back and you've got all that time to catch him. DRS and, you know, all this other things that are going on. And their qualifying times weren't that far off, I guess is my point of it. Give it back because the DRS is going to give you enough, should be enough. I think Ferrari shows a lot in qualifying and not a lot in a race. So I think that's how Red Bull could also be thinking is like, yeah, they, they were close to us on qualifying, but normally because the race pace, we smoke them. Yeah, no, I, I get it. I, I, I get your point there. I, I think I, me personally, I would have gave it back just to be safe. I think they were ballsy and they've been, I mean, they've shown it, dude. They can be ballsy. The car's good. They usually could pull five seconds with no problem. Don't quote me on quoting myself, but I'm pretty sure in the watch party I said that I thought it was the right move not to give it back. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it ended up being for sure because, man, 
Max. <laughs> Max, uh, uh, y'all can trash on him all you want, dude. I'm, I'm thinking he's going to go up there as one of the greatest. I mean, a street course you've never been to. Tires aren't really doing what they thought they were going to do. Five-second penalty. I mean, there was guys he had to go through that showed great pace. And uh, still got her done, dude. So, anyways, that may be a whole nother talking point on another podcast at some point on how good is he really. But um, looking good right now, for sure. Perez came up through there, too. Um, Signs did a good job of getting all his positions back. Um, had a couple of, you know, shenanigans happen with him. And then, hell, he ended up in the top ten. So, uh, good race all the way through. I don't know yeah. if anybody else showed y'all something. The Williams really disappointed by the end of the race, in my mind. Um, really, they got really caught out by that safety car, though. I ain't going to fucking lie. So I've been, I was watching them because yeah. I picked them in my pool. Man, that second safety car just destroyed their race. They had, like, just pit as safety car comes out. It's like, man. Yeah. But, uh, man, you guys see Lance Stroll? He went, like, 18th to, like, 5th, I was dude. just about to say, what a race, man. What, a, a, what a job race. by Lance Stroll. For sure. Moved yeah, up quick. We um, dog on him, but... Top five. I mean, do look good too. I'm man. just saying, man. It this is proof solid. that Canada is better than the U.S. Like, come on, okay. y'all. Well, we did talk about it last he, week. That he we did better than a driver a and a whole team. What just saying. Said. <laughs> we need to find a stroll. <laughs> I know. Who would have said? Who would have thought? That's what we U.S. needs to find a stroll. A Lance F and <laughs> stroll, bro. Oh man. I, I I have to say, uh, Haas disappointed me. They showed lots of pace early in that race and have nothing to show for it. Yeah, the Haas and the Williams for sure um, disappointed. I think Norris had a chance to do a lot better than he did. His teammate Piastri barely made in the points. McLaren's didn't look good on this track, really. Um, that's a really, really good placing for Piastri, if you ask me. Um, Pierre Gasly, I, I just want to touch base on him. We got one race left. I feel like he needs to do something. I know he's going to be with this team for a while. They like him. It's all French team, all French drivers. But he's really just, I don't know, man. He's not. I guess he's not stinking it up, but I think there's something missing there because his his teammate's setting up in fourth, and he had to rebuild a car, for crying out loud, in, in Ocon. And I just feel like we're missing something from Gasly. Every time he's racing, I always feel like, eh, it's a letdown. He can hold somebody up for like two seconds, and then they just blow his doors off, and then he gets passed by like five more people. And it's just frustrating to see, for sure. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to be around much longer, man. I've had high hopes for him, but you can't go up to the top and then fall back down and not like per immediately perform. Sorry, like, is this Gasly that we're talking about? Yes. yes, sir. Okay, yeah, sorry, my fault. I missed that in the beginning. I, I agree completely. Yeah, he's kind of, he's kind of, I don't know why, but for some reason he's just not been doing well. Which is and weird. I would have never thought Akon was better than, than Gasly. Like, if you asked me this, like, Three years ago, I would have been like, you're crazy. And switching gears a little bit, but you know, most of these teams, we always talk about who's number one driver, who's number two driver. Uh, the two teams I think that have the biggest problem with that right now uh, is Mercedes and Ferrari. Because like Leclerc put on a hell of a race. Um, I don't know if he got classed by Max or just out horsepowered, you know, in quotes, the car, uh, the Red Bull. He came back. I mean, put it all over Perez, dude. I, that was a good move there at the end. Uh, really frustrated with Perez and the way he does things. But, uh, you know, signs going all Let's, the way to the back. We'll get into that. Yeah, get, getting into the penalty and then coming back up um, to sixth place with signs. It's like those two drivers are really good. And I know they put their – I think they put all their here, – here you go. Uh, 
I'll, I'll pull one for you, Dave. They put all their chips. Hey. On, yeah, they went all all Leclerc with their chips and went, went all in. I all think. in. Uh, but they you know, Signs had that uh, ace up his sleeve, so to speak. Oh my and, god, uh, he's still he's still killing it. So I don't know what they're gonna do there. I think they're okay now, but you know, team orders already start coming up. I don't know. And then Russell and Hamilton, those guys, Russell's punching really really high. Hamilton's starting to kind of show some form back. I know it's hard to say Lewis Hamilton lost form. Because it's Lewis Hamilton, but he did kind of fall off towards the first of this season, and he's coming back around. So, I think um, it's actually important that we should probably take note that the con- the constructors' championship is only four points apart between Mercedes and Ferrari for second. That's a very important thing coming up. Aston Martin really isn't that far behind. Like, if one of these teams struggle, they might get past. Like, Aston Martin's got two seventy three. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. My fault. I was looking at McLaren and Aston Martin gap. I meant this is important too. Like Aston Martin, McLaren, like if one of these teams is a bad race and the other does well, like they could pass the other one. Aston Martin's only 11 points behind McLaren. It sounds like a lot, but when you got two cars, it's actually not that hard to get to get these kind of points. And with McLaren struggling recently, it, it could actually come down to it. Um, in the driver's championship as well, I know these aren't as important, but Carlos Sainz and Fernando Alonso are tied at 200 points for fourth right now. So that's kind of crazy. They're super close. Uh, the Hamilton dream of finishing second is, is gone now. So tough for that. But uh, I was just looking. It's it's funny, though. We, we talk about Gasly. He's actually, I guess, his one-off appearances where he does well, he actually has managed to do better than Ocon because right now he's beating him by four points for uh, 11th and 12th, which is uh, which is pretty crazy. Um, we'll see how long that lasts. We'll see well, how long yeah. it lasts. That's true. And they've got they've got a little few issues there. You know, it's like Ocon has a bad race, and then he has a bad race. It's like they can't just get it together. In my mind, they're they're having issues stringing them together. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a lot like that this season for a lot of teams. To be honest with you, man, Ferrari's been that way the whole year. I mean, even kind of McLaren, man. Like it's always been like Piastri or Norris. It has never been like both of them doing really well. I mean, there well, there was a time where they were doing decent for a little bit there, but um, Mercedes too. I mean, they they figured it out halfway through the year, and they're kind of always up there together, right around the same spot. Whereas before it was big gaps. So it's uh it's crazy, crazy time we live in. Do we want to get into the Max Russell incident? Yeah, we should probably address it. Address it for sure. Yeah, ramp it up. Give it to us. Yeah. So, uh, um, I know it was, what, close to the end of the race, like 10 laps to go, a little bit, maybe 15. Uh, I don't know what turn it's coming into, but you could probably stack at least four wide of the F1 cars coming into this turn. Um, And it's kind of already bending to the left. And then it tightens up into a hard left-hand turn. And Max drove up way inside of Russell. And Russell just... I, I agree, Russell did turn down into him. But in my opinion, Russell had no earthly idea that Max was even there. Because... And Antonio can get into this too. Because we don't know where the blind spots are actually are. But I don't think if a car's... a car and a half width to your inside, you're going to see him in your mirrors. So I think Russell had no idea that Max was there. Yeah, that was one of those like really late turn in corners. Um, you call you could call it a late apex. I don't know if the apex was late. I think it was just the way the corner was shaped. You had to like turn in really late to apex it properly. 
And uh, yeah, it was just a classic case of like Max threw it in. You know, by the time we actually got to the corner, it actually kind of reminded me of the Monza incident, like with him and Lewis in 2021. I know it sounds weird because they're totally different corners, but the way like Max at the time of the corners starting was not actually what would they would consider significantly alongside. But by the time they got to the apex, he was. So it was one of those things where like he just I don't think. He's George. parking it in the he's parking it in the apex. I'm gonna drive it deep in and then just slam the brakes on and park the car on the apex. Yeah, pretty much. And it's one of those things where, yeah, like like Norman was saying there, like we don't know where their mirrors can see. Like, you know, if cars are side by side with each other in line and there's a car width between them, can the guy still see in his mirror that someone's there? Like, I don't know. It's one of those things that happens so quick, it's it's hard to say. And I really don't think George meant to do that um and i really i you know i don't not that i'm saying he didn't deserve a penalty i mean you could just turn right into the side of him but it's it's hard to say it's one of those things where like it could be a racing incident but it's kind of so severe enough that you have to give it a penalty sort of thing like you almost have to anticipate something like that's going to happen uh shout out to uh, perez there you probably should have anticipated leclerc throwing it in on the last lap but uh anyways you get what i'm saying (laughs) but you get what i'm saying so um I think I think it's a racing incident, and this is the reason why. And I would like to I, I might have to eat crow at a later date, but I I think if the driver who's making the pass is gonna risk coming up in a guy's what we think is gonna be a blind spot, you you run the risk of him turning in on you, and now it's a 50-50 chance. You're the one that puts yourself in that situation of getting hit, them turning into you. So that's why they it needs to be classified as a racing incident. Yeah, but the problem is that is now precedent set, and you're the king of precedent. So yeah, now what do we do? I don't. I don't agree. I think it has to be a penalty. I know it's stupid, but I. I think. I think it was very close, but I think George had enough time. Like it's almost one of those things where you have to anticipate it. And just because, like, there's a car alongside you that shows up a little later than anticipated, I don't think you can just turn in like he's not there. If they just, you know, made a minor contact, I'd say, like, oh, whatever. But it was enough that it broke an end plate. Now, we know end plates don't mean shit. But, you know what I mean? It was enough that it did something significant. And, it like, it could have, you know, done something more damage. It didn't even change the front race, wing. So. He finished on that wing, too. Yeah, no, it goes to show th- you how much the end plates really don't matter with this new car. It's pretty crazy, to be honest with you. Yeah, I didn't I didn't think that he did. Um, I, I was trying to watch, but, man, there was so much going on in the pits. That was another thing. It was almost like NASCAR with the pit stops this time. There was there was always two or three cars, maybe four at the same time. And uh, there was a couple of unsafe releases that never really got talked about either, if you ask me. I, I can't really give the cars that actually did it. I think Stroll might have been one of those, but, you know, that's not their fault. They're getting released, and as soon as they drop, they go. They can't see what's around, but... Um, there was a couple of them that I think the team should have at least been talked about, but they didn't even come up on the, you know, we don't know what's actually done on behind the scenes, but all we can see is incident noted or incident being reviewed. I didn't see any that I can think of and remember, but yeah, it was kind of one of those, um, crazy things I was trying to watch and I did not see the the wing get changed. I didn't think I did. And he ends up in, in on that one, but. Of course, it comes down to the last couple of laps uh, there for a while. I think it was Albon or was it Gasly that was holding up like a DRS train that they finally started getting around and people started moving. Uh, Max never really just reached out and got away 
like he usually does. I mean, yeah, there's two second gap or whatever the case may be, but it wasn't huge like it usually is. And then uh, last lap, man, Leclerc's setting up Perez. He's trying to push. He's kind of ducking in, ducking <laughs> out, and he ends up just getting around him yet again. Blind spot. I, it's the last lap, dude. You don't have a blind spot, right? Your car is why, why did my two cents on it, and it, then I'll give it to y'all. Is why do you not block the inside? Because that is the there's a sharp curve right there on the outside. He's got to either hit that with his back tire on the outside or not make the move. In my mind, he had to block the inside. Uh, I'll tell you exactly what happened. Leclerc set him up bad on those last five laps. So he was, he, because I, Dave can tell you, I even said, as long as he comes out of this turn with a seven tenth of a second lead, he's got him. That's all he has to do because he hasn't been able to close that gap this whole time. Yep. I think Leclerc was feathering his throttle down that straightaway. And just riding there, knowing that the final lap, this turn, I'll have way more speed than him. And he did. And by the time Perez realized it, it was way too late. Because if he would have tried to block, he would have just taken them both out. It's one of those things that makes me wonder, though, like maybe he just didn't want to make the block because he's just had so much stuff happen recently that he just doesn't need to take unnecessary risks and just needs to finish it out. You know what I mean? Like, he was the Minister of Defense in 2021, but he also had nothing on the line. Whereas, like, right now, he's got, like, literally his career on the line. Like, he's got not much. I don't know how much he's got left in the gas tank. I'm just saying. he's. I'm sure he's on his way out. So, he just wants to stay as long as he can at this point. See, my take is almost the opposite of that. I think that that pass shows that he don't have it anymore. Letting that go by. I mean, yeah, you you got third. You're on the podium. Good deal. Vegas is kind of a weird one. He can almost, this one I think letting him buy, he can almost hide behind Las Vegas and the shenanigans. That the weekend was so weird and all this other stuff, at least we came out of here with two podiums as far as Red Bull is concerned. But honestly, me looking at it as a you know driver and, and a Red Bull fan, I'll go ahead and say, uh, we need somebody else. Like We need somebody that can at least like block a, la- a last corner, a few corners of the race. And you're not looking at your reviews being being as wide as the track, as they say, you know, like making your car as wide as the track. You just, oh, shit, didn't see you there. And, and if he did, because he's afraid of losing out or looking bad, then that's almost as bad, dude. You got to have that edge in Formula One. But I, I put know? it to you this way. You, you were, he was, I think you aren't giving Leclerc the credit that he needs. He set him up to not be on, not be looking in his mirrors. He was so focused on making sure that he hit that entry to that turn. And then by the time he looked that it was time to enter, Leclerc was what? Like 10 miles an hour faster entering that turn than him. There's nothing you can do at that point. Yeah. Like, if I mean, you go, yeah, to, he, he let if, it happen. I would have been blocking low before I even started breaking. I would have been in the inside. But he, would, he thought Leclerc was going to be further back than he was, so he wanted to make sure that he could enter. Because I ain't it, taking the chance. I ain't taking the chance. I'm just, that's, I'm just that was the five chance. laps before that Leclerc set him up to make him fit, feel relaxed doing that. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, but I'm not taking a chance. I'm, I'm blocking it up. But, uh, yeah, but what happens if you shallow injury that turn, don't get the speed out of that turn, and Leclerc is able to not able to break later than you gets in there and gets the run off that turn and get you in the final turn. 
Yeah, what if aliens showed up? We don't know. These yeah. things. I know. I just. <laughs> <laughs> man, man, hit him with some facts. Yeah. <laughs> well, but, we are uh, in Las yeah, Vegas. No, I, aliens could have shown up. I hear you. Now, I get what you're saying 110%. If I think you drink you get enough, a little bit you might of setup see or some something. aliens. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyways, wrapping up, man. Um, I think the race saved the weekend, and we shouldn't even say that. Honestly, it's all about the race. It should be all about the race. Weekend was a little off for me. I know it was going to be a debacle. Miami can do the show without it getting in the way of the race. I I felt like this one almost got in the way of the race. So I'm glad it ended up being a really good race. I think if they use this track layout, they can do a few little tweaks and changes. I think we're going to see a lot better. Like you said, we're stuck with this track for a good while, Antonio. So um, I'm really glad that. it did show promise on race on, on uh, race pace, you know, on on Sunday, Saturday night, Sunday morning, wherever you put that <laughs> late late start. Um, but anyways, yeah, that was Vegas and all that good stuff. So, um, anything else from y'all? I think that we should move to an earlier start time and move it to a warmer time of the year, and it would be a fantastic race. Truth. That that's all. Truth. I those two things. And I'm happy. I, I I think the track made for some interesting racing. I think it will make for some really interesting racing if the cars had tire grip the whole race. Yep. Man, it don't even got to be like crazy earlier too. Like shit, even an hour or two would make a huge difference for cent- yeah. for them fucking Central and Eastern guys, bro. That must suck. Like, shoot, the Eastern it, guys were started watching at one in the morning. <laughs> if it started, yeah, it's crazy. If it started at eight o'clock Las Vegas time and ten o'clock my time, I'd be so much happier. Yeah, what time is it in Europe when they when they have that shit on? Anyways, I think it was six, like six, six in the morning eight, to eight was, in the morning. Or, yeah, yeah. man, we watch Abu Dhabi at five in the morning where I'm at. Like, come on, freaking do it for one race, bro. Like, seriously, who cares? Yeah, speaking of Abu Dhabi, good good segue. That was uh, a good segue. We're going there next week. Damn good. Se- you know what? That was a hell of a segue. I'm not gonna stop and make a big deal about it, but that was a hell of a se- no. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, anyways, yeah, Abu Dhabi Grand Prix next weekend. Uh, we're done. Like I said, we're done. Hey, with the don't forget F2 is back. F2 is don't, back. I, okay, can we talk about this for two minutes? Cause I need to bitch and complain about something. Give him right his, give him his right, F2 wrong. two minutes. Formula two. This is then, you know what? NASCAR used to do this with like the trucks and Xfinity that have them off for like three races in a row. And it would just be stupid. F1 F2 has not been here for two whole months. Could you imagine you go into your like penultimate round and you're like all fired up and you're like crazy shit. Y'all do this crazy cool race and you're tied up in the points. And now you got a two month hiatus until you go to Abu Dhabi. What? Am I the only one who thinks that's crazy? Like two months. Uh, two like, months. How, how much? How tired are you of the simulator at that point? Because you know they just got yeah, in no that simulator kidding. every day. Yeah, no. There kidding. should be some good racing though. A lot of practice. Yeah, no kidding. Everybody's got lots of practice there. But yeah, no man, watch that F two race if you haven't. If you're not a, uh, you know, if you got time, it's definitely worth it. There are a lot of there are a lot, a lot of fun racing. A L- lot of points on the line, I guess, for that one. I, right, I think or? the championships wrapped up. I can't quite remember to be honest with you because yeah. you know it was two months ago, but. It was honestly it's, <laughs> a lot of shit's happened though, since then. It's good racing though. If you get the chance, go watch it for sure. Yeah, and and speaking of the points and everything else, of course we know. You know, said it last week. Max already locked up championship. Red Bull's already constructors. Hell of a season for them. But there is what Ferrari, Mercedes, and AlphaTauri, McLaren. Is that right? Did I get that wrong? No, I think. Wait, that Alphatari, I think that's was it. AlphaTauri. I think it was. Yeah. Anyways, there's a couple of uh, 
you know, team's still at it. No, it's Aston F1, Martin so. and McLaren. That's what Aston it was. Martin and McLaren, AlphaTauri. I'm sorry, Fernando yeah, Alonso yeah. and McLaren. Yeah, right. No, hey, Stroll. <laughs> hey, Stroll got the fifth, sixth place. Got to gotta give him his props in Vegas. That's true. He rolled he rolled the dice and came out on top. There's another one. One more for Dave. Dang, uh, dude. Stop I know I'm throwing him out there. But uh And now, ladies and gentlemen, the moment you've all been waiting for. In it, bin it, and win it. In it, bin it, win it. <laughs> Coming at you hot. Um, little bit of controversy um on that, but hey, you know what? We're gonna go ahead and give Antonio the lead in the championship. Uh, he picked signs, and since something broke his car and he had to change an engine, he gets to change his. Hey, you know what? I'm not salty about it though. <laughs> like it's all fine. I don't actually Norman, care. I don't know if don't he slipped give Norman. It a point. I think he lo- slipped Norman like a fifty or something. Hey, Norman changed it. I didn't Norman change it. I'm just saying. Board. He fucked up. Not me. <laughs> if you don't know what it is by now, you should already been tuned in. Look at the last one. Uh, go go listen to the other one till the end. I think Antonio explained it. But our Bennett win it when it has come down to the final. Actually, I mean, it really is wide open. I mean, except for Dave. Sorry about you, Dave. Whatever, Dave you're mathematically eliminated now. Yeah, you are out. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. He was actually mathematically eliminated last week after his picks because if his picks hit, hey, hey, he all hey, scored, hey, he had, we all hey. would have got a point too. So it's he'd have been okay. It's okay. <laughs> All right. He'll have next season, and he's only got to set one race uh, just getting drunk and watching us still race, I guess. I don't know. He's in it for the, he's in it for the, the sweep still. Like I say, he's, he's holding the camera. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, true story. True story. Uh, got a giggle out of my wife, though. That one last week, Antonio. Did it? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, I don't know if it was a smile or a grimace. I don't know. <laughs> it was probably just disappointment. Yeah, it was disappointment <laughs> of the whole four of us. But anyways, yeah. So, um. Yeah, I'm well. Me and Norman tied for second. Uh, Antonio's leading. Is that right? By one? Is that is that correct? Yes. Yep. For uh, I guess for clarification, I I after Science had his FP one thing. I actually mentioned the pick after qualifying, but I hadn't seen qualifying yet at that point. And I was like, oh well, I'll just change to the other Ferrari because that's who I would have picked anyways. And then um, it worked out. I guess Uh, you know. Hey, to be fair, it would have been naughty. We wouldn't even be talking about it. If Leclerc didn't pass Perez. So, you know what? In the end of the day, just like everything else that's been this problem this year, it's Perez's fault. So, you know what? <laughs> it's a- there you go. <laughs> so easy to blame it on the man. So, anyways, it's Perez's fault. Yeah, so, who's up this week, though? This week is um, last and definitely least, Norman King. Big dog Norman. <laughs> you got your picks lined out for the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix? Uh, I guess. Uh, he guesses. Yeah, don't sound so excited. Yeah, yeah, I guess. The pressure's on now. Yes, it is. Last so, race of the season. Last race. Still... And... Hey, at least I get to pick win last. So now, like, you know, by getting my point, now I kind of, like, still screw myself anyways, right? Yep. You don't pick last. You pick second. Oh, yeah. Never mind. I thought yeah, I picked yeah, first I'm the only one getting trio. screwed here. Yeah. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Damn. Why, Never mind. You're right. Why, I thought I'd pick first. Um, that's why I wish I would have said nothing about your damn pick. Because now I'm like, and he has to pick right behind me. Yep, he gets to pick up your scraps. Well, All he has to do is score one point, and for me to win, I have to sweep the, the weekend. No, so, only one point. Well, you, yeah, 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 true to win. I see what you mean. To win, y'all in a predicament now, eh? Because then, what? Wait, do we want to discuss a tiebreaker before we get in this? What is the tiebreaker? I, you know, I've been trying to think of that the whole time too. Most I'll be honest picks. with you. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Most win picks. picks. And then, but and then, then we gotta not... go. Okay, but then we gotta go back and do some serious math because we did not take into account what people got picks for. Just saying. 
Yeah. But if we do most win picks and then go secondary most, you know, uh, end picks and then third most, surely we, we, we could do up. most like two point. Let's we, just let's just see if it's a problem because I don't. Yeah, think yeah, it's yeah. You're be. right. You're right. Well, you're gonna have to decide like second or something. Probably there's no way we're gonna all be on different point levels unless. Yeah. If you ain't first, you're last, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Fair enough. <laughs> Ricky Bobby rules. Right, I'm, I'm with it. Get, give it to us there, Norman. Let's roll. All right. Don't say I'm so excited. Come on. Y'all good. Uh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to stick with my gut and stick with my man. Hamilton. Hell no, I'm not. Um, He's going to go north. He, he finished seventh <laughs> there last year with the fastest lap. He's in a much better car this year, and he's got a much better teammate this year. I'm going to go with Lando Norris to finish behind Max. There it be. I, I, was, I, I was worried about picking him because of this past week, but I think he's going he's gonna to have his head on the right and come in. Yeah, he'd be fine. I am going to take Hamilton for my end pick. Just get me a point. Let me get it. And blow up. I think this is going to be arguably the hardest bin pick of the year. Like, who's going to bin it at Abu Dhabi except for Nicholas Latifi? Like, seriously. Uh, I've got it. It's going to be Pierre Gasly because Alpine's going to have technical issues and have to retire the car like normal. Those are some bold picks. They could pull off. You could pull that off, though. That is a 1 3 thing that you could pull off. Those are decent picks. So that that's where I am. I'm sick of my gut. I'm gonna cry when I don't sweep the weekend and win overall. But Antonio, you're up. Man, I'm just trying to think of like what Man. who who this track suits. Like I don't think it really suits anybody right now, aside from Red Bull. Who this? Who this? I'm going to go with the man who made me do good this week. I'm going to pick Perez to win it because I just think, I, man, it's such a hard track to, like, pick anyone else, you know? Like, I don't know. So I'm going to th- I'm gonna say Perez to win it. Um, I'm not going to be lame and pick the same in pick as you guys just so that we can mix it up a bit. Let's just at least make it fun. Like, I'm not going to pick Hamilton and be like, oh, now I'm guaranteed to win. Uh, so I'll pick I'll pick signs to be in it, um, and then bin pick, um, you know what, sergeant's overdue. Let's let's pick him again. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. So let's go with let's go with that. And you you picking there makes Levi can't pick the same drivers you have for your in and bin either. Because he needs you not to score those points, and he needs them. Watch me. <laughs> hey, if he picks, all I'm saying is if he picks Leclerc to win it, and he wins, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so what is Dave? Is Dave up? Is that right? Yes, Dave, you're up. Well, like, since my picks don't matter, I'll take Valder Botas to win. I'll take... <laughs> I'll make you a deal. If you sweep the weekend, you win the whole event. Uh, yeah. There you go. He's like, hold on, now I need to reconsider. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Let's back that up. Back that. Okay, wait. Up. You can pick a crazy win pick. How about this? If your win pick actually wins, you can, you can, you can have the win. I tell you I'll, what, I don't I'll even pick care. A, I'll pick a crazy win pick, and you're right. If it wins, then all y'all can suck my balls. Uh, <laughs> let's have done. Let's have Lance Stroll to win. 
Oh, man, that's not too crazy though. <laughs> but I like it. Let's have Lance Stroll yeah. to win. Let's have um, but I'll I'll make them all risky. Let's have Guan Yu Zhou to score points. Yeah, yeah. baby. Got twelve last year, and then Bennett. Uh, Bennett. Let's say um, Max. Daniel Ricardo to Bennett. Hey, easy. <laughs> He's just trying to hang on. I'll look out. Put that on him. Coming at you. All right, so I'm up. Yeah. It's uh, all you, boss. Can't pick Perez so, or Norris for your win, and that's yeah, it. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to go against what Norman said. I want Signs to win. Um, I know it's a point on point, but I, I think that's a good pick. So, uh, Signs to win. Leclerc for in. Woo, Botos. Out. I thought uh, you didn't like good. Ferrari, huh? Look at this guy picking an all Ferrari hey, lineup man, this week. You got to do what you got to do when you're at the bottom of the list here, bud. Um, yeah, I got to throw that Leclerc in there, and hopefully my bin comes around. Uh, Botas for the bin. So if that happens, Antonio will tie me up with the points, and then we'll have to go in a tiebreaker. So what even happens but... if we win? Like, what do I get for winning? Nothing. Well, I got a, I got this cool car that I'll send you. <laughs> you're gonna right send here. it to me anyways. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, that was already on the books. Uh, I'm not saying that he's gonna win or anything, but yeah, no, I don't know. Um, I mean, um, yeah, well, let's figure something out, I guess, right? So maybe, maybe we need a traveling trophy amongst us. We'll get us a trophy to hand around and pass it for shipped one person yeah. to the next. I'll something. 3D print like a little shitty trophy and send it yeah, to you. Yeah, a little shitty trophy. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you get. Little race car, shitty trophy, man. And then Antonio will <laughs> yeah. get it and move, and it'll break in the move, and you'll have to get Dave to print him another one. Yeah, I don't know. You're the Lando Norris fan. You'll probably break that's what it. You he get. loves breaking trophies. <laughs> so, does anybody have uh, anything else for this weekend? I mean, Vegas was good, and uh, I think uh, League Zero. What are we doing over there, uh, Antonio? Yeah, you know what? I should probably touch on that briefly. Um, we are about to... Well, next week we're going to be off because of the uh, Thanksgiving, of course, for the United States because y'all have to be weird and do shit differently. Um, yeah, speaking of, real quick, did you not notice how F1 trashed on the United States again? They're like, oh, Thanksgiving? Yeah, we're going to have a race weekend that weekend. We're not stopping, okay? Anyways. Yeah, I know. Typical. Um, well, we play than... college football and football on Thanksgiving. Yeah, but that's American as hell. Miracle. <laughs> hell yeah. Football. First down. <laughs> Got the turkey leg in his mouth. First, first down. <laughs> turkey was almost our national bird. I don't know if you knew that, Anto. That, yes. That's, that's kind of scary. I'm so glad it's not. Ours is a fucking you know, maple leaf. So. Really good, <laughs> I mean, you I your, your, your national bird is a leaf? No, our national thing is just a maple leaf. No, we have no. a national bird. Yeah, y'all are just weird. Y'all have a national like everything. Anyways, sorry for interrupting. You ever open your Guinness World Record book? It's pretty weird. Anyways, <laughs> y'all got some crazy <laughs> I like, shit. Like y'all's Guinness World Record book. Whatever. Yeah, Those but it's mostly yeah, but it's mostly American people because y'all are crazy. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> um, moving on. Uh, yeah, League Zero. We're wrapping up. Uh, next week. Um, well, sorry, not next week. The week after, I should say. Um, we're going to Barcelona for the finale of season eight, and we're gonna head into uh, hopefully very competitive season nine. We got a whole bunch of new guys here, so super stoked about that. Uh, hoping for a decent off season, not too long. 
just enough to get us past Christmas and New Year's and swing her right back into it. So, other than that, Heck yeah, that's pretty much it. Hell yeah, Team Goon Squad, of course, shout out all the time. Good guys, good good racing. Um, YouTube all the way. That's where he makes his money, so to speak. You know what I mean? So go check them out. Team Goon Squad. TeamGoonSquad.com. Um, always friends of the podcast. Uh, we're friends of them for sure. And uh, besides that, I think we're going to roll out. Um, we will not talk to you uh, before Happy Thanksgiving. If this gets out before Thanksgiving, then Happy Thanksgiving. If you're into that kind of thing and doing that kind of thing, uh, be safe out there. Um, interstates and roadways are not racetracks okay that's right so don't throw it in make sure nobody's in the blind spot be like Leclerc set them up take them you know what I mean that's right Uh, (laughs) oh and don't forget Ford sucks and so does Norman just don't forget that that's the most important fact of the night just saying (laughs) not not from the watch party yeah it was Chevrolet sucks and so does Antonio (laughs) well good thing nobody saw (laughs) so I don't Anyways, join the Discord uh, and uh, Lab Zero uh, podcast out. Love you, y'all guys. Love y'all. They're imagining you just like Ford's wins. All right, see you guys.